entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. It is indeed the Glenn Beck Program. Jeff Katz happened to be sitting in for Glenn. Welcome to 2023 as dictated by Colorado. Now, I've not spent a huge amount of time in Colorado, although the, I, I think the last time I was there, it's the Pepsi Arena, right? I was there for the for the coronation. That's what, no, not King Charles, Barack Obama. They had these big, goofy styrofoam columns and just all sorts of bizarre stuff going on, including, this is the best part, this is what I remember about Denver, about that Pepsi Arena and, and, and the, the, the nomination of Barack Obama. I remember all of the, the trash cans, except they weren't really trash cans. They were trash cans, but each of them was labeled. And, and, and this was for recycling cardboard, and this was for recycling cardboard that didn't, well, didn't look like the other cardboard in the other can. And then this one was for recycling plastic, and uh, there was one to recycle the plastic that didn't fit in the bin that was to recycle plastic. And then there was finally trash. Guess what I did? I followed the truck. I followed these guys from the arena as they took all the bins and they dumped them into one giant bin, which they then dumped into a trash truck, which then drove out to the landfill where everything was just tipped out of the truck. (laughs) Well, there we go. There we go. Ever since he tried the Rough Greens for the first time, my dog, Uno, has changed. He's a completely different dog. I hear from people all the time in the audience. I mean, hundreds and hundreds of letters have come in who have had the same experience with their dog. They've heard me talk about Rough Greens on the show. They get some from themselves. And as soon as they sprinkle it on the dog's food, the dog literally wolfs it down. And it's really good for him. It's not a dog food. It's just chock full of vitamins and minerals and probiotics and omega oils that you sprinkle. Your dog needs these things to be healthy. My dog was easy. From the first time he tried Rough Greens, Uno was in love. Some dogs take a little bit to get used to the new flavor, though. Dr. Dennis Black, the inventor of Rough Greens was on the phone with me last week. He doesn't want that to be a reason for you not to try. So right now he's got a special gift available. You can get a free bag of Rough Greens for your dog just to try out. All you pay is shipping. Go to roughgreens.com slash Beck or call 833-GLEN-33. Put it on your dog's food and begin to watch your dog become healthier. That was my last experience in Colorado. So what's my next experience? I realized just what I thought. Oh, my gosh. They cannot possibly venture further into lunacy than, than convincing people at this, this convention. Well, we're, we are, we're doing great work with the recycling, and we're separating everything, and you're doing a great job. Oh, my gosh. Take a sticker and a ribbon and a smiley face out of petty cash. Oh, we're so proud of you. But then sort of kind of behind the scenes... Somebody had to be laughing, right? Because somebody had to manufacture all of the, the so-called recycling bins and all of the labels and all of the, the people who were employed doing that. Don't you think somebody behind the scenes was going, God, these folks are idiots. 
Can you believe that? No. Watch, watch this guy. Watch this guy. So he's got a he's got a plate which we think is styrofoam, but we're not entirely sure. He has uh, silverware that's actually you know plastic. He's got a napkin that's that's paper, and then he has some sort of soy infused tofu piece of garbage that was a meal that also needs to be thrown out. And people would just take it all separately, put, and then behind the scenes, where I was, because you have to remember. They knew who you were when you were on that little radio row. So they're like, well, all right. So a big conservative, loudmouth dude. We're not giving him a prime spot. We'll put him over there near the trash bins. I had the best view of all. And in my lovely rented car, I did. I followed that trash truck to the dump. Where all of the hard work of all of the well-meaning, upstanding, we didn't even have the term you woke then. But they did what they were told to do. And they didn't mind telling you to do what they were told to do either. But here's what the problem was. Nobody asked a question. Not a single solitary one of these folks said, "Uh, excuse me. What are we doing with this stuff? What are you doing with this stuff? Why am I put in a position where I have to do all of this? Are you doing something? Because it would only be at that point where somebody would either have to, A, tell the truth, or B, flat out lie. Either way, though, you'd have some reaction. Instead, these folks just followed along. Never questioning, never asking, never thinking. So I haven't been in Colorado since then. And now I wake up and I find out. Four members of the Colorado Supreme Court have said, we're going to protect democracy by denying you the right to vote. What? Explain this to me again. So in a place where the air is so thin, there are a lot of people that cannot think, and every other person is stoned out of their mind, four members of that Colorado Supreme Court have said, "Uh, we don't like Trump. And so we're going to, you know, we're going to protect the nation from him. We're going to protect democracy. We're going to protect the important institutions. Okay. How are we doing that again? Well, we're going to deny you the opportunity to vote for someone you may or may not want to vote for. Let's think about this for a second. Was former President Trump in any danger of winning the general election vote in Colorado? Nope. Colorado has become solidly blue, has it not? Now, there was a time, and we want to go back in history, it was, it was red, and then it was purple, but man, it is, it, it's bluer than blue. So, Donald Trump wasn't ever going to win Colorado, but by doing this, a couple of things have happened. Number one, as the left often does, they projected on others what they themselves are doing. They keep telling us that, that that Donald Trump and people who support Donald Trump and those of us who, I don't know, went to a casino named Trump, that we are all responsible for these threats against uh, liberty and justice and the American way. And But they're the ones. They're the ones who are doing exactly those things. They're going to be questioned? Of course not. However... Once this case winds up in front of the Supreme Court of the United States, what do you think is going to happen? Now, if the Supremes hold true to, well, uh, upholding, defending, supporting, understanding the Constitution, 
it should be a nine to nothing vote that says, no, you can't do that. Could there be one or two U.S. Supreme Court justices who put their personal politics in front of the Constitution? I suppose that's possible. I hope not. God, I hope not. But it's going to be tough if we have a member of the Supreme Court who's a woman who can't tell you what a woman is. If she can then decide what is or is not constitutional, I don't know. But I'm a little concerned. And I'm concerned in a direction a lot of people are, are not going to see or not going to appreciate. I don't think you have to like Donald Trump. In fact, I would dare say if you're one of those folks who hates Donald Trump, this is a terrible thing for you. Terrible thing. Because what is happening right now is exactly what former President Trump and his strongest supporters have said all along. You can't beat him at the ballot box. You you don't have ideas or policies or thoughts or values or ideals, but that's another issue. And so you are going to employ every sort of underhanded, sneaky thing to keep him from regaining the presidency? I, I look at my, my own house, my own family. I, in 2016, I, I, I didn't see Donald Trump. I, I was not one of the original Donald Trump people. In fact, I kept thinking and I kept telling people, oh, he's not really running for president. It's not possible. No. And I, I didn't mean it in a nasty way. I just thought he's 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 busy. He's busy building businesses and employing people and producing things and creating jobs and and starring on television shows. And why on earth would he want to be burdened with being president of the United States? Why take such a pay cut? And then he ran. And even as he was winning, I thought, no. I remember saying to someone. He's he's going to drop out before he gets to that that date. You know, there's going to be a date where he's going to have to file certain paperwork and they have to release. No, he's he's just he's out before then. There's no way. And then he's the nominee. And then he's the president of the United States. I'm going to tell you something. I sat there. And I thought, well, okay, you're my president. And I want you to succeed. And I looked at the economy, just as an example. We, we've never had an economy like this. Cooking on all cylinders. It was great. We were respected around the world. Well, some people thought he was crazy. I don't care. Whether it's, it's, it's Vladimir Putin or the other ones. Well, Jeff, they, they, they just thought he was nuts. Okay, I'll take nuts. I really will. I'll take nuts over week if that's the perception. And so there were some who looked at Donald Trump as I did and said, man, that is a strong guy. And there's others, oh, my God, he's just crazy. I'll take either one because it kept every one of these real lunatics and dictators and bad people who hate this nation around the world, kept them in check. Take a look at the Middle East right now. We'll talk about it in a moment. But think about this. Donald Trump brought these people together. Those Abrahamic Accords, man, it was like nothing we had ever seen. 
What else did he do? He moved the embassy. Since the day the modern state of Israel was started in 1948, presidents, Republican, presidents, Democrats said, well, well, we'll move the embassy. So we just we can't do it now because it's, uh, you know, it's uh, it's a day that ends in Y. But once we get past that, man, we're all on board. And they dithered and they lied to us. And then Donald Trump gets there and he says, hey, uh, we got to move the embassy. Oh, no, 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 Mr. President, can't do that. Can't do that. No, 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 it's not good. Why? Well, uh, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, yeah. Do, do we have a building in Jerusalem? Yeah. And, and we've got a building in Tel Aviv. Yeah. And, and they each can hold the same number of people? Yeah, pretty much. So basically what you're telling me is you have to switch the sign on the front door? Yeah, pretty much. Okay, get it done. Thank you. And it got done. Now, the real reason was that a lot of these uh, State Department people who are at the, quote, embassy in Tel Aviv, they like Tel Aviv. Tel Aviv is a party city. Right, You can sit there, have a great drink, look at the sea. Lots of parties there. Jerusalem, not exactly known for the nightlife. But Donald Trump got it done. Now, I'm going to share with you in just a moment the, the cheering, the absolute cheerleading that the members of the legacy news media ranks are engaged in right now as Colorado takes this unprecedented step. It's awful. It's dangerous. And uh, we'll analyze it. Now, a couple of things to remember. Of course, glennbeck.com, theblaze.com. You want to stay up to date on anything and everything that is going on. That is the only way to do it, uh, theblaze.com. Remember, you want to participate. Always happy to have you. 888-727-BECK. 888-727-BECK. I do ask you to hang out with me on social media. Follow Jeff Cat Show over on X, formerly known as Twitter. Jeff Cat Show on X, formerly known as Twitter. And The Jeff Cat Show on Facebook. The Jeff Cat Show on Facebook. It is Jeff in for Glenn. This is the Glenn Beck Program. I want you to meet Kelsey. When she found out she was pregnant, she wasn't sure where to turn. But after meeting with the counselors at a pre-born network clinic who loved and supported her, and after hearing her baby's heartbeat on a free ultrasound, she chose life. When a mother looks at her child through a sonogram, it does something to you. You know, I ended up deciding to keep my son. He brings absolute joy to my heart. I could not imagine life without him. By introducing a woman to her baby on an ultrasound, the baby's chance at life doubles. Please, if you have the means, would you consider a leadership gift to save babies in a big way? Your tax-deductible donation of $5,000 will sponsor Preborn's entire network for 24 hours, helping to rescue 200 babies and right now through a match your gift is doubled to donate dial pound 250 say the keyword baby that's pound 250 keyword baby or donate securely at preborn.com slash back that's preborn.com slash back sponsored by preborn what happens When you get a collection of folks who all think the same, doesn't it become, it's like a hive, right? Think about that. I'm going to give you a couple of examples of how we are seeing this play out. Colorado, the four justices there, four of them, that's all, out of seven. Now, I don't know who those other three justices in Colorado were. It's a 200-page decision. Filled with legalese and here two fours and where two fours and those two fours and two by fours and all the rest of this stuff. But it says we've decided 
you can't vote for this guy. You're not. Well, let me phrase that. You don't. You're, we're not even going to give you the opportunity to vote for this guy. We're not campaigning for anybody else, but you can't vote for him. Sounds like a campaign to me. Call me crazy, but I think that's what it is. Now, having said that, I want you to hear. I just want you to hear some of our friends over at CNN. Can we hear uh, cut number one, please? Well, the former president did not waste any time fundraising off of this ruling. His campaign sent out emails immediately trying to fundraise, accusing Democrats of trying to keep Trump off the ballot because he will beat President Biden. So let's start our coverage with CNN's Marshall Cohen. You know this case inside and out. Explain what it means to people this morning. Well, Poppy, good morning. This is a historic level of accountability for January 6th and for Donald Trump's actions on January 6th. Now, as you mentioned, this is probably not the final word because Donald Trump will appeal to the U.S. Supreme Court. But for this moment in time, this is a huge dose of accountability and a punishment for January 6th. The Colorado Supreme Court, in a four to three decision ruling that Donald Trump engaged in the insurrection, that the insurrectionist ban in the 14th Amendment applies to the presidency, and that he is ineligible to hold any future office. That's the finding from the majority opinion. Uh-huh. Okay, so, 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 so riddle me this, Batman. When and where was this insurrection? See, insurrection is actually a legal term. Now, I, I am not a practitioner of the dark arts. I'm not an attorney, much to the chagrin of my parents. But uh, where did this insurrection taste take place? When did it take January 6th, Jeff? Okay, can you show me? And I, and I am as serious as a heart attack in this one. Can you show me exactly where it was and when it was and how it was? and why? When did Donald Trump take part in this, quote, insurrection now you may not like donald trump i got it there are lots of people that don't like donald trump as i said in my very own house my wife cannot stand some of the things that donald trump has uh, said and done right grab him by the really jeff would you have your sons no i promise you i would not ask the former president to uh tell my sons about uh uh dating history or or personal relationships or how to put together tweets. Okay. But I would say to them, as I have, and as I've said to my wife, when Donald Trump was president, those boys had a chance. Now, they're smart guys. My oldest son is finishing up uh, Stanford University, his undergraduate, have a bachelor's in something, I don't know. But he's a brilliant kid. But he's been corrupted and brainwashed. I said, you know, you're you and your friends are going to woke yourselves right out of opportunities. Well, I don't, I don't, I don't, you know, okay, whatever. And my youngest guy, he's up in uh, Ithaca, New York, at Ithaca College. He's the guy who wants to get along with everybody. He wants everybody to be happy, and uh, he's the he's the fixer. You know, the nice guy studying psychology. He doesn't really talk about politics, so I don't. I'm, 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 I don't know where he is politically, but I, I have a sense he's on the wrong side. But why would you work against your own opportunity? And that's what they're doing. And why on earth? How on earth could we allow anybody to say we're going to keep you 
from voting for the person that you want to vote for. I'm not going to vote for Joe Biden. Never, ever, 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 ever. Why? Well, because I grew up in Philadelphia and Joe Biden has pretty much been in public life, public office since uh, since I was a child. And I've watched it because he was in Delaware, which is, you know, kind of like the uh, the attic for Philadelphia. And I know how dirty that guy is. I look at Biden and his gang of grifters that he's moved into the White House. And I think, good Lord, why are we not just referring to them as La Josa Nostra? And Trump, well, I'm willing to give him a chance again. I'd like this country to be great again. I really would. 888-727-BECK, 888-727-BECK. It is Jeff Katz sitting in for Glenn. This is the Glenn Beck Program. The Glenn Beck Program. It's the Christmas and the holiday season time for gift giving, parties with friends and family, and getting compliments everywhere you go, and looking years younger thanks to GenuCell. And from now until Christmas, GenuCell's most popular package is better than ever. 70% off at GenuCell.com. Christmas is only a week away. Treat yourself and a loved one to the absolute best skincare in the world. See the troubling forehead wrinkles, fine lines, skin redness, pesky bags and puffiness, and yes, even a sagging jawline disappear right before your eyes with GenuCell's most popular collection. With its immediate effects, you'll see results in less than 12 hours, guaranteed or your money back. Plus, included in every most popular package is the free hyaluronic acid serum for skin hydration that will restore your youthful appearance. Visit GenuCell.com Beck and enter the special code Beck right now for an additional 10% off your entire order. Every order today is instantly upgraded to free express shipping. My mom and my wife love this stuff. You will too. GenuCell.com slash Beck. G-E-N-U-C-E-L dot com slash Beck. Glenn Beck. Miss a show? Listen anytime, anywhere podcasts are found. Stick around. More after the break. It is the Glenn Beck Program. Jeff Katz, happy to be sitting in for Glenn. 888-727-BECK, 888-727-BECK. I, I have to share with you, I just have to do it. I, I can't uh, not do it. The the latest from Harvard, Dr. Claudine Gay, uh, apparently Harvard University announcing that they have found some additional instances uh, where she, um, well, copy and paste is such an ugly term. And, I, I, you know, this this dissertation of hers was written back in 1997. I don't even know. Did we have uh, copy and paste back then? Well, well, they found two more cases where uh, she, well, she copied and pasted. And, and they're against that. Sort of, kind of. I mean, she's okay. Not to worry. If you are thinking you got to go set up a GoFundMe for the president of Harvard University, I'm here to tell you she's going to be just fine. However, if your son or daughter engaged in that sort of nonsense, well, uh, now they're going to have problems. Why? Why? And I know the uh, the immediate reaction is, well, Jeff, she, she's ticking a lot of DEI boxes, uh, diversity, equity, inclusion, right? She's a woman. She happens to be black. And she also happens to be the first 
black woman to ever head up Harvard. So, you know, she, she's good to go. Yeah, that's part of it. But that's not all of it. The bigger issue here behind the scenes is behind the scenes. It's the fact that the so-called Harvard Corporation, that's like the big board of directors for the whole Harvard operation. They just appointed her. She's relatively new to the job. And if they boot her now, yes, they're going to get pushback because the first black woman president of Harvard has now been fired. You betcha. There's going to be some real pushback. But the bigger issue is if they were to get rid of her now, it tells you how grossly incompetent they are. And it, it's all about self-preservation, right? They, they don't want you to know. They don't want anybody to know. So they have to stand with her. They stood with her as she sat there in front of Congress with those other two Ivy League presidents. And said, well, you know, uh, yeah, slaughter of the Jews, genocide. Well, I mean, uh, uh, it's like a Bill Clinton moment. It depends on what the meaning of is is. What's your meaning of genocide? Well, um, I'm thinking you're looking to uh, eliminate everybody who happens to be Jewish. Well, uh, yeah, you know, we we would be, well, we'd have to hear the context. And, and, And not just context. But it, were, were there any actions? You remember that? And I sat there and I thought, oh, oh. so what you're saying is, if I can just sort of spitball it for those of us who are not Harvard graduates, if the people were standing there saying, we want to slaughter all of the Jews at Harvard, you'd have to hear further context. You'd have to see some sort of action. If they actually began slaughtering the Jews at Harvard, would, would that be enough of an action, do you think? Would that... Uh, initiate any sort of administrative process where somebody got an angry email that may or may not have gone on their permanent record. It's really pretty straightforward. And at the same time, that's going on. And the wagons are being circled. Make no mistake. The wagons are now being circled by leftists against regular people. Because I think that's what former President Trump represents. And it's sort of an odd thing when you think about it, right? A, a billionaire it has been president of the United States, flies on private jets. I mean, this is a very different life than most of us have. But for me, at least, as a regular guy, I looked at him and went, well, yeah, good for you. Good for you. And thank you. Thank you for what I would describe as really growing into the job. Like I said, I... I was not on board. I thought, no, it's all, it's, it's a gimmick. It's a swerve. Something's going to happen here. He's, he's going to leave before the election. It's all to, to boost a new book or, or a new season of The Apprentice. And man, I look back and I don't mind telling you how wrong I was. I was unbelievably wrong. Completely and totally wrong. I looked at a guy who rolled up his sleeves and said, all right, well, let's, let's get to work here. We got a lot of stuff we got to do. Uh, would you hire him to be the master of ceremonies at your uh, your kid's cotillion? Probably not. Would you say to him, hey, could you fix this economy? Could you please take what's left of our American dream and make it real again? Well, let me tell you. The legacy news media folks are doing everything they can to keep us from having that opportunity. Let me give you another example. This is CBS. CBS, cut number three, please. 
How big of a deal is it? Yeah, you had it right, Gail, when you said this was stunning, but there is legal basis for this. The 14th Amendment exists for a reason, and the 14th Amendment says that someone who is an officer of the United States and who has taken an oath and who then engages in insurrection can't hold office as an officer of the United States. And this, these kinds of cases have been brought with regard to Donald Trump in many states all over the country. And up until now, every state has dismissed these cases on procedural grounds. They've said the Republican Party has a lot of leeway to decide who its nominee is. And so we're not going to inject ourselves at this moment. But Colorado is the first state where they found both that now the Supreme Court has found that he is an officer of the United States, the presidency is an office of the United States, and that he engaged in insurrection and therefore under the 14th Amendment he's disqualified. So David, let me ask you this. Uh, the Supreme Court will likely rule on this. Is this a shortcut way to get the Supreme Court to rule on whether or not Donald Trump did in fact incite an insurrection? I don't know if the Supreme Court of Colorado intended it as a shortcut, but that's how it's going to play out. And that's actually probably a good thing. Yeah, it is a good thing. Because, again, I ask you, where and when? And what did he say? Because for the life of me, I can't find it. I, I, I know enough to know this is a legal term and that's a legal term and that word is defined this way. And, and for the life of me, I can't find this, this insurrection. Believe me when I tell you, had there been an insurrection, I would be one of the first to say, oh, my God, no. If the president of the United States was inviting people to overthrow the government, of course not. But all this talk about the 14th Amendment forced me to actually go back and, and, and read the 14th Amendment. How many of us have done that, by the way? How many of us have gone back and actually spent a few minutes, actually read some of the founding documents read not just the federalist papers but but the anti-federalist papers i i can remember being in dallas last year and i was actually in dallas because i was uh getting my uh certification with the ziggler organization as a ziggler legacy certified coach to me one of the highlights of my life because i i've always embraced zig ziggler and what he stood for and what he talked about and how he inspired people and how he motivated people. Now, some of it has a business angle, I know, but so much of it was just grounded in this idea that we're all people. I don't know how you define yourself, but number one for me is always child of God. And I think that's the same for everybody. I don't start with political affiliation, but anyway, so I'm in Dallas last year and I reached out to a Glenn and said, Hey, I'm in town. Can I can I come over and visit? Oh, absolutely. So I went over, spent a few minutes. But then I went through the museum. And I thought, good Lord, every single American needs to come through this museum. Every American, if they, they have the opportunity, needs to go through the museum. And, and see and read and appreciate what's, what's come before us. That's where we are right now. If you go back and read this pesky 14th Amendment that I've now been forced to relearn as a layman, you realize, oh my gosh, it's, it's set up for the Confederates. And if you're going to say former President Trump is now stripped from 
his opportunity to be on the ballot in Colorado because of this so-called insurrection. Well, by God, you've got to define insurrection and you've got to show me where it happened and when it happened and how he let it. Oh, and, and, and isn't there also this this whole pesky idea about due process? I know the left is throwing legal action after legal action after legal action against him. But I haven't seen him convicted of any of these things. And you can hate him all you want. If that is your your personal feeling, maybe it's even your motivating goal each and every day, then by God, you have at it. But you do not have the right to not deny the rest of us the opportunity to vote for the man or the woman we believe we should vote for. That's part of what makes this country so amazing. This Colorado decision is nonsense, and it has to be overturned, has to be overturned by the Supreme Court of the United States, ASAP. I'll give you a little update on uh, uh, the, the, the continuing situation involving uh, Israel and Hamas. It's getting uglier. And there's so many useful idiots, not the least of which the, the presidents of those universities, and so many uber leftists and progressives say, oh, we need a ceasefire. I'll explain to you a little bit about that in just a moment. Now, quick little tip for you. I always share everything on social media so you can read all of it. You can see all of it. Uh, you can get ahead of everybody else over on X, formerly known as Twitter. If you don't mind, I mean, look, Glenn's got like 80 billion people following him. Uh, I could use a few more. So on X, formerly known as Twitter, Jeff Katz Show, if you don't mind, Jeff Katz Show over on X, formerly known as Twitter. Uh, over on Facebook, The Jeff Katz Show. The Jeff Katz Show on Facebook and uh, my my website, jeffcats.us, jeffcats.us. Jeff Katz, happy to be sitting in for Glenn. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Join the conversation. 888-727-BECK. The Glenn Beck Program. How's your car working these days? Let's just say you're driving a vehicle that's out of warranty and it breaks down. Then what do you do besides panic? Auto repair costs are up 20% from last year. Well, if you have a car protection plan from CarShield, panic becomes peace of mind. CarShield has my back when my car breaks down and they can have yours as well. Look, even if your car is just over three years old, it's still prone to expensive cost. CarShield covers repairs for more than 5,000 parts, from alternators to big-ticket items like transmissions. And there's no long-term contract. You get flexible monthly payments so you can afford and lock in that price that will never go up no matter how many claims you file. And if your car breaks down, you can access CarShield's 24-7 roadside assistance and complimentary towing and rental options. So get coverage like I have. Call CarShield today, 800-227-6100. Save 20% on your plan and lock in your price. 800-227-6100 carshield.com slash back it's the glenn beck program jeff katz happy to be sitting in for glenn remind you 888-727-BECK 888-727-BECK as i take a look at the middle east and we all have to look at the middle east and I know I've had some friends say, well, you know, Jeff, 
<laughs> excuse me, it's a, it's a Jewish thing, right? Well, no. I mean, for me it is, but not for you, maybe. This is about society. This is about the Western world. This is about values. I've, I've heard repeatedly now from, from thoroughly useful idiots in the United States. Well, we, you know, they need a ceasefire, Jeff. Okay. What do you mean by ceasefire? Again, words are supposed to have meanings. And I know as we're, we're getting ready to head into 2024, the reality is that for some, words are sort of, they're, they're, they're defungible, right? Well, you could be a boy on Monday and a girl on Wednesday and a, I don't know, a coffee mug on Thursday and, and draperies on Friday. Whatever you want, you just be whatever you want. And you get to pick your own pronouns. All right, well, go ahead and knock yourself out. Can I choose his majesty or his, well, that's just silly. Oh, my bad. So what do you mean by a ceasefire? Because you see, Israel continues to offer Hamas a seven-day ceasefire but there are conditions the conditions are number one you in Hamas actually abide by the terms of the ceasefire because you're not really doing that and number two and maybe it should be number one you have to release hostages and Hamas continually says nope not interested not going to do it And yet we have folks like uh, Secretary Austin going to Israel to tell Bibi Netanyahu, hey, you got to dial this back a little bit. Too many civilians are being killed. Well, we all would agree that too many civilians have been killed, would we not? I mean, honest to goodness, we're all decent people. You take a look at the situation, you take a look at the conflict, every single solitary one of us who is a decent person says there have been too many civilian deaths but can we not include the 1200 or so innocent people who were slaughtered on october the 7th because they keep getting just just overlooked i hear these descriptions of people in gaza jeff half of the population are children well once again i've got to ask you to define a term what do you mean by child i hear child and i'm thinking toddler I'm thinking one of my little guys when he was re- when they were really little, you know, two, three, four, five, six little kids. Those are children. Half the population are children, Jeff. Children, it appears, would include those who are 17 years old, 17 year old young men who have participated in violence against innocent people in Israel. Are they children, too? Because I've got a sneaking suspicion there might be a slightly different description that comes into play. We're seeing now anti-Semitism, Jew hatred, the likes of which we have not seen since the time of Hitler. I am very, very concerned. I'm going to ask you to uh, stay with me and on social media. Jeff Katz Show over on X, formerly known as Twitter. The Jeff Katz Show on Facebook. JeffKatz.us is the website. It is Jeff Katz. Happy to be sitting in for Glenn. This is the Glenn Beck Program. This is the Glenn Beck Program.
here is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. God works in ways you cannot even begin to imagine. Well, we're going to hear proof positive seconds from now. Your home is so much more than the place you live. It's an investment tool as well. And you can put that tool to use and access the equity that you have as cash to pay off those high interest credit cards. Did you know the average credit card right now is hovering around 25%? Some people are paying in 30 plus every single month. I mean, it's insane. If you're not paying that debt off in full every month, those fees are adding up and you just can't let that happen, which is why you need to look at your spending, your financing, your debt. Better yet, let American Financing do that for you. This is a family-owned mortgage lender. They're not a bank. You're important to them. There's no pressure, no upfront or hidden fees. If you call them today, you might be able to close in as fast as 10 days and even delay two mortgage payments. They're saving homeowners just like you an average of 826 bucks a month. That could be life-changing. So call today, 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. It is the Beck Program. Jeff Katz, happy to be sitting in for Glenn. I want you to think for a second. I want you to think about those who are part of our community who oftentimes are, are overlooked or passed by. It happens every day. Uh, maybe it's because you're, I don't know, you're not friendly with this person, you're not friendly with that person, you don't know who that is. Sometimes it's because you think, well, they don't have anything to offer to me. When you are the father or the mother of a, of a special needs kiddo, let me tell you something. You see that magnified because people have written off your kids. I mean, sometimes if we're going to be honest about it, you have to think, well, I, I don't know what they're ever going to do. Could they do this? Could they do that? So a couple of years back, I received a note in care of uh, the radio station that I'm at every single day of the week, News Radio WRVA in Central Virginia. And it was uh, from a high school student who said, Hey, Jeff, I think he said, Dear Jeff, Dear Jeff, my dad and I listen to your show every afternoon, and we've heard you talking about your princess. That's my daughter, Julia, and she has special needs. And we've heard you talking about her. And I just want to tell you about my sister, Emily. And uh, by the way, I've written a book, and you should have me on your program to talk about it. And I thought, well, my, and then I read it and I said, yeah, you got to come on. And that was the beginning of what I would dare say uh, is a beautiful relationship between the Katz family and the Morrissey family. And uh, my friend PJ Morrissey is joining us to uh, to talk a little bit about uh, the adventure that he and his family have had with uh, his, his beautiful sister, Emily, and and the bracelets that she makes. PJ, good morning. Jeff, thank you for having me. It is good to have you here, and I want everybody to know you're recovering from some serious shoulder surgery, but you still, you're pushing through, man. You're a tough guy. That's right. I'm about uh, 48 hours uh, post-op from shoulder surgery, so uh, I appreciate everybody bearing with me. Absolutely. Well, PJ, I I just want you to share with everybody uh, the story. Tell us a little bit about Emily and, and, and where she's been and, and God bless her, where she is now. 
Well, Jeff, when you say uh, it's been an adventure, it uh, certainly has. Um, My sister, Emily, is uh, 25, and uh, she was born with cerebral palsy as a result of oxygen deprivation at birth. And uh, cerebral palsy is different for everybody that has it. Uh, But for Emily, uh, it results in global delays, um, in particular her gross and fine motor skills, cognitive skills, and her speech. Um, Despite her deficits and challenges, though, uh, Jeff, Emily is more fortunate than all of us because she's a way of looking at things that not everybody else has. And um, she can see the innate good in people and not judge them before even getting to know them. Um, And her smile, you know her smile, Jeff. Her (laughs) smile is absolutely infectious. Because it's genuine, and uh, she's reflecting back at you the good that she sees in you through her smile. Um, Emily uh, had been in a program in high school um, where it was four years of education and uh, four years of job placement. And um, that last four years, you know, you could kind of tell the teachers got a little bit complacent, like you were talking about before. Mm -hmm. Emily wasn't uh, liking her job placement, and um, that was scary for us. Um, You know, the unfortunate reality is that as much as 80% of adults with disabilities are not active in the workforce. And um, because of this, my family and I came up with Emily's bracelets. Um, It harnesses uh, her skill level and one of her passions. Um, Emily's been making bracelets uh, ever since she started physical therapy and occupational therapy and they had her shrinking beads on new pipe cleaner uh, to help with those fine motor skills. So it's something she's been doing her whole life and uh, something that gives her a lot of joy. Well, PJ, I uh, will. This comes no surprise to you. Hopefully, no surprise to Emily. I am today wearing a selection of bracelets from Emily at Emily'sBracelets.com. I've I've got, as I always do, my thin blue line bracelet as a, as a former police officer. I've got my I stand with Israel bracelet, my Am Yisrael High bracelet, and. Let everybody know about the website, and and you talk about the challenges, and you talk about her her skills, her fine motor skills. I mean, it's amazing to me when I look at these bracelets and the story behind them. It just, man, it just puts a smile on my face. Yeah, Jeff, it's truly an inspiring story. Um, we've been lucky enough to be doing this for five years now, and um, when it started and it took off, it really gave Emily a purpose. Um, she used to be painfully shy to the extent that she was diagnosed with selective mutism and getting her to talk to anyone outside of our family was extremely difficult. Uh, but shortly after we launched the business, her teachers and her therapists noticed a much larger sense of confidence. Um, she started standing up straighter and talking to more people. And, um, that's, uh, through that sense of pride that she has. Uh, from making these bracelets and seeing people buy them and uh, wear them uh, just really makes her happy. And um, she, it, it, that sense of purpose is something that everybody um, wants to have, and uh, that's yeah. what we're doing with Emily's bracelets. 
Well, I'm going to remind everybody, PJ Morrissey is joining me. PJ, 48 hours post-up. He's got like a brand new bionic shoulder. He'll be doing a thousand push-ups uh, later today, I'm sure. But uh, the story of Emily, emilysbracelets.com is the website. You need to go there and take a look at these bracelets. And heck, I'm going to tell you, you ought to order some. Uh, Emily's has become a she's a celebrity pj in central virginia i mean everywhere she goes people know emily morrissey and i i just read the other day on uh, on your facebook posts she's now sold bracelets in every single one of the 50 states that is correct jeff uh thanks to you and uh help of a lot of our friends um we were able to reach our goal this year of uh, spreading holiday cheer and smiles to all 50 states. It's an amazing thing. And you you, you mentioned that uh, just a few years back, uh, people were saying, oh, well, she with the selective mutism, she, she's not going to talk to anybody. She's always going to be there. I got news for you. Uh, the, the times that I've had to uh, be with Emily, and, I, and they're, they're great times, again, she's a superstar. People are coming up to her. Can we get your autograph? Can we take a picture with you? We've got, we, you know, we've got uh, 10 of your bracelets, but now we need 11. It's amazing. Yeah, Jeff. I mean, she is totally a, a local celebrity. And um, something to add to that, uh, we, we had a uh, house fire back on Mother's Day of this year. And um, we lost our home and belongings and Emily's supply and inventory. And um, you would think, uh, you know, that that would waver that sense of pride and uh, sense of, uh, like you said, fame. But um, if anything, it's made her stronger. It's made us stronger um, as a family. And uh, it's allowed us to come to know the innate goodness and kind hearts of those in our community and um you know we can't thank people like you and your listeners enough for um all the help you've offered us and everything that you've done for emily um we're just about 25 bracelets from uh selling 25 bracelets away from selling over twenty-five thousand bracelets since the launch of emily's bracelets and um she's donated well over fifteen thousand dollars to um a handful of charities, including the Special Olympics. This is the beautiful part of this, PJ, in addition to everything else. And and, and everybody needs to understand this, that uh, Emily does this so that she has something to do. You and, and your mom and your dad, such an incredible family. And, and we in the Katzes just stand in awe of the Morrisseys. We really do. What you've done to uh, to wrap Emily in this uh, this sense, not only of loving, which is to be expected, but this this purpose to 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 give her a job every single day that she can take pride in, where she can share smiles around the country. It's just beautiful, and to be twenty five bracelets away from twenty five thousand, it's such a an amazing goal, and it's such a huge number. And then the money you're taking money and giving it back to special olympics and uh there's a police survivor benefit fund that uh, emily takes money from the thin blue line bracelets there's the friendship circle which is a great organization helping pair uh folks with some special needs and and typically developing folks and then they become friends it's just it's beautiful all the way around tell me about your and this is not fair but i'm going to do it anyway what's your favorite bracelet Ooh, that is yeah. a tough question. I yeah. think I'm going to have to go with one of the classics and say the patriotic uh, red, white, and blue bracelet. Okay. That's a good one. 
That's a good. I, I love that one. I love all of them. A special girl making special bracelets. So, uh, PJ, we're coming up on Christmas. Obviously, people I think ought to be reaching out and supporting you. But but give everybody the website and and explain it. Just a couple of things about how it, how it works over there. Sure. So um, our holiday bracelets have sold very very quickly this season, but we do have uh, a, a handful left. Uh, of course, Emily also offers her first responders collection, her awareness collection, uh, wooden bracelet collection, as well as a glass uh, bracelet collection. And then, of course, the classics. Um, and all of that can be found at emilysbracelets.com. And then we're also on all social media uh, at Emily's Bracelets. Wow. I love this. I love this. Well, uh, I want to get you to 25,000. So would you say we needed 25 more bracelets sold to get to 25,000? Yes, sir. All right. Well, uh, it's an invite. It's a challenge to all. Emily'sBracelets.com. Go over there. And uh, we said that it gives Emily a sense of purpose and, and, and it gives her work to do every day. And, well, you know what they say. I mean, uh, idle hands, right? So she needs some work to do. That's right. Yep. I love it. Well, I want everybody to do that. Emily'sBracelets.com. Share share Emily's story uh, as well as her bracelets. Understand what this is really, really all about. And PJ, I, I thank you post-op, in pain, medication, the whole Megillah. And you said, no, no, I've still got to come on and talk about Emily and Emily'sBracelets.com. I, I appreciate that. Thank you, Jeff. It's truly an honor. And um, we really appreciate you and uh, all of Glenn's listeners. Thank you, sir. That is PJ Morrissey. So uh, if you want to be part of this little adventure, uh, what you do is you go to emilysbracelets.com and you can help out. Simple as that. Emilysbracelets.com. You're going to love what's there. Uh, I, I share this with you because as the father of a special needs daughter, this is something that stands out. I'm going to give you a couple more details now that PJ's gone because I didn't, well, I didn't want to say it in front of PJ. But I got one or two other details you need to know about why this is so very important. That is straight ahead. It is Jeff Katz in for Glenn. This is the Glenn Beck program. For 10 years now, Patriot Mobile has been America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. And when I say the only one, trust me, they are the only one. Their entire team have been great supporters of this program. Also Mercury One. And it's why I'm really proud to partner with them. Patriot Mobile offers dependable nationwide coverage, giving you the ability to access all three major networks, which means you get the exact same coverage you're accustomed to without funding the left and their crazy agenda. The 100% U.S.-based customer service team is going to make switching really super easy. Keep your number, keep your phone, or upgrade. Their team will help you find the best plan for you. Just go to PatriotMobile.com slash Beck or call 972-PATRIOT, 972-PATRIOT. Get free activation when you use the offer code Beck. Join me. Make the switch today. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck, 972-PATRIOT. It is the Glenn Beck program. Jeff Katz, happy to be sitting in for Glenn. Let me give you a couple of other details. You, you just heard from P.J. Morrissey, and you, you heard P.J. tell the story of uh, Emily, beautiful young lady, 25 years old, a couple of special needs, no doubt about that. Life is challenging. 
I mentioned to you that my daughter, Julia, is severely disabled. You know, Julia is uh, uh, 20 years old chronologically and developmentally. Julia's uh, about 18 months old. And Julia's always going to be 18 months old. She's always going to be a baby, no matter how big she gets. And uh, 20-year-old young woman now still wears diapers, will always wear, wear diapers. That's, that's kind of my, my wish, that somehow, some way, she could, I don't know, push a button or bang on something or point and just let us know she's, she's got She's got to go to the bathroom. That would be huge. That would be an amazing gift. And doesn't look like that's ever going to come to pass. And so as, as her dad, you have to understand, I mean, it's a, it's, it's a little weird. I mean, it really is. There, there are things that I have to do, things that I know that, quite frankly, I shouldn't know and I shouldn't be doing. But it is what it is. And so we're doing everything we possibly can to take care of Julia because Julia is always going to be with us as long as we are around. Julia is going to live with us and Julia is never going to have a job. And it's really, I got news for you, man. It is, it is really, really, really hitting us right now because she's essentially in the last year, the final year of a program through her school. And, and I don't know what's next. And Heidi and I have, have talked about it and done everything uh, to bang our heads against the wall and figure this out. And that's what every parent of every special needs kid, certainly around the United States, thinks about. So the Morrissey family, Dan and Kristen or Emily and PJ's mom and dad, they said, okay, well, Emily's not really liking these, these job things. What can we do? What can we do? They didn't say, geez, well, what is the government going to do? Why isn't the government doing more? You know, the government should do this. The government should do that. They said, well, this is our daughter, and we love her, and she's beautiful, and she has this amazing ability to, to put beads on strings, and can we, can we set up a business for her? See, that never would have occurred to me because I'm, I'm not nearly as, as innovative. But it occurred to them. And they did it. And PJ built her website. And in the interest of full disclosure, PJ's built all of my websites because he's great. And I, 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 he's, he's my social media director, jeffcats.us. He would be angry if I didn't mention that, right? jeffcats.us. But they did it all for Emily. And they've done it. And they're doing it. And every morning, Emily is able to get up and go to work. And they, they've set up a, a work location in their home. And as PJ mentioned, their house burned down this year. They lost their entire house. It was Mother's Day. Emily and I were actually riding together in a parade because I've got a deal here in Central Virginia. I'm, I'm fortunate. People ask me to, you know, be the grand marshal of this or the grand marshal of that. I was like, okay, but it's a package deal. 
I have to bring my official parade partner, Emily, with me. Because if she's not with me, I'm not riding in your parade. Because Emily's got that whole parade wave down, just like Queen Elizabeth did. So we were in this parade earlier in the day, and later the evening, their house burned down. They're going to be out of their house for the better part of a year. And somehow, some way, they they got more beads. They set up a workspace for Emily. And Emily, in their, their rented home, is back to making these, these beautiful bracelets. PJ said they're they're just twenty five bracelets away from selling twenty five thousand. They've been they've been sent to every single state in America, and it's not a government program. It's not a school district program. It's not social services. It's mom and dad and her loving brother. If you want to see the potential for America. You go to that website, emilysbracelets.com, emilysbracelets.com. I am so proud of them. It is Jeff Katz sitting in for Glenn. This is the Glenn Beck Program. The Glenn Beck Program. Ever since he tried the Rough Greens for the first time, my dog, Uno, has changed. He's a completely different dog. I hear from people all the time in the audience. I mean, hundreds and hundreds of letters have come in who have had the same experience with their dog. They've heard me talk about Rough Greens on the show. They get some for themselves. And as soon as they sprinkle it on the dog's food, the dog literally wolfs it down. And it's really good for him. It's not a dog food. It's just chock full of vitamins and minerals and probiotics and omega oils that you sprinkle. Your dog needs these things to be healthy. My dog was easy. From the first time he tried Rough Greens, Uno was in love. Some dogs take a little bit to get used to the new flavor, though. Dr. Dennis Black, the inventor of Rough Greens, was on the phone with me last week. He doesn't want that to be a reason for you not to try. So right now, he's got a special gift available. You can get a free bag of Rough Greens for your dog just to try out. All you pay is shipping. Go to roughgreens.com slash Beck or call 833-GLEN-33. Put it on your dog's food and begin to watch your dog become healthier. As the mainstream media perpetuates the left's insanity, we're helping you fight back one truth at a time. More Glenn Beck next. the Glenn Beck program. Jeff Katz, happy to be sitting in for Glenn. 888-727-BECK, 888-727-BECK. I am hoping that you'll uh, visit Emily's uh, bracelet uh, store and um, help her hit that 25,000 bracelet sold mark. I think that would be so cool. That really would. I'm concerned about the the spin that we're seeing right about now about this conflict in the Middle East. You know, I, I have family members or had family members. I never met them. members of my father's family as well as members of my mother's family who, who died in the Holocaust, the Shoah. And that is the last time, right, that we heard and saw 
anti-Semitism at this level? I just got an email from someone who says Jews are evil, period. Oh, okay. It's a bizarre thing to say, but it is, well, it's the thought of some. And what is so disturbing right now for me is to see thousands of people around the world stand up and say things like, well, we, we, we should gas the Jews. How come Hitler didn't finish the job? And you'd like to think, my God, this sort of hatred, this sort of ugliness, this sort of uh, depravity went away. We're not even a hundred years out from the Holocaust. And, and we are poised right now to see a repeat. I mentioned to you that I, I'm here in central Virginia, right in the Richmond area, News Radio WRVA. We have an amazing Holocaust museum here. And Richmond's not, uh, it's not New York, it's not L.A., it's not Washington, D.C. But to think that in Richmond, Virginia, there is this museum that, that educates people, that allows people to understand what, what really happened. Now, I don't know if your travels are ever going to take you through Richmond, and that's okay. But I would ask you, if they do, you can't go looking at the monuments anymore on Monument Avenue because in the interest of uh, full inclusion, we, we, we've torn them down and they're sitting at the wastewater treatment facility. Yeah, I mean, that's a, another story for another day. Although, right up the road in D.C., Arlington National Cemetery, there's this uh, reconciliation monument. And it was created by one of America's great Jewish artists, uh, Moses Ezekiel. And the United States Army is now saying they're going to tear that monument down from its perch in Arlington National Cemetery. There's a court order in place now prohibiting that, postponing it anyway. I don't know if it's inevitable. But it's so bizarre. I mean, we've got people, it's like the American Taliban. We're going to include people by excluding people. We're going to do away with hatred by embracing hatred. We're going to rewrite history, but it starts right now when we took power. That's the Taliban. And we are seeing that in the United States right now. It's, it's, it's appalling. Absolutely appalling. And those same people, because they've been raised in this critical theory nonsense, they really believe the world's divided into two groups, the oppressed and the oppressors. Think about that. I know we, we've heard about critical race theory and how it's employed in schools. But it wasn't always critical race theory. It was just critical theory. This is Marx. Right? We, we have two groups. We have the oppressed and we have the oppressors. The oppressed, obviously, are the workers. And the oppressors, well, those are the people that own the means of production. They own factories. They're business people. And, and you're a worker, so you're oppressed. So you need to hate the person that owns your company. That, that was the messaging. And in terms of pure marketing, I guess it worked for a while. What happened? Well, there did come a point where people started saying, wait a minute. 
Why, why do I hate the guy who owns the company again? I mean, I, I, I've got a job. And I make money and I buy groceries and I, I do the things I'm supposed to do. And, and I earn my money working at that factory. And if I don't want to work there, I can go work somewhere else. Now, why again am I supposed to hate the guy or the gal or the team of people that own and operate that factory? And people started thinking outside the box a little bit. They didn't have to be oppressed. They could go out and, my gosh, if they were industrious enough or brave enough, they could try and start their own company, their own factory. Some did, and it worked. Some tried, and it failed. That's the nature of this uh, dreaded free market system, right? There are no guarantees. Guaranteed the opportunity, but we don't guarantee results. So as that whole critical theory based strictly on economic strata started to wear off a little bit, the folks behind the scenes said, well, we can't have people getting together. People get together and they chat, and they compare notes and eh, they're working towards the same goal. That's 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 going to really screw up our agenda, isn't it? All right. Well, we got to keep them divided. Got to stay in two groups, the oppressed and the oppressors. You can't be in any other group. That's it. So that's where critical race theory takes off. Critical race theory says, well, you're a white guy, you're, a, you're an oppressor. You're a black guy, you're oppressed. Doesn't matter what your income is, doesn't matter what your education is, doesn't matter at all. There are two groups, you're in one of those two groups, and that's it, no way out. And you think about the ugliness of that critical race theory inside of schools. Painfully ugly. Think about two little boys who were friends. Six, seven years old. They play together. Been to each other's house. Swap pieces of their lunch because the one kid doesn't really like cheese sandwiches as much as uh, his parents think he does. And then somebody comes along and says, hey, you two. Yeah. You know... You're never going to accomplish anything. What? Yeah, you're never going to accomplish anything. And you know why? Because of that kid over there. And, and that little guy says, but wait a minute, that's my friend. Oh, no, 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 no. He's, you'll never do anything of consequence because of him. Don't you understand you're oppressed? Well, he's six years old. No. And part of the reason he doesn't think he's oppressed is because he's not oppressed. And then you turn to the other six-year-old guy and go, hey, you know, you're only able to accomplish anything because that guy over there is oppressed and you're the oppressor. And he doesn't have any better clue of what the hell you're talking about than the first kid did. Not, not, Not a clue. But that's how we lay out Critical race theory, it's oppressed and oppressor. And so we're seeing that in the Middle East now. So this generation, I guess two generations now, raised with that critical theory underpinning, they now say you have to be in one of these two groups. You're either the oppressed or you're the oppressor. And, and they have said somehow, some way, that Israel is the oppressor. And we're seeing this play out on the college campuses. Where we would have thought, my God, it is Harvard University. Isn't that the best? Aren't those the brightest? 
And they're demonstrating that they're useful idiots, fools, and tools. The, the one group that just about blew my mind, Queers for Palestine. You've seen the photos. They're all over social media. They're everywhere. Queers for Palestine. Because, again, well, they've determined they are oppressed, so therefore they are going to side with the group they think is also oppressed. Never mind that the only place in the Middle East where you could be openly gay and not have to worry about it is Israel. The very place you want to drive into the sea, from the river to the sea. It would be interesting, would it not, to see the Queers for Palestine groups travel to Gaza? Travel to the West Bank? Are you kidding me? It's insanity. Absolute insanity. And if you call it out somehow, you're part of the oppressive group, aren't you? I don't know where this ends up, by the way. I've got a little snippet. I'm going to get to it in a moment. Where once again, Israel is being called out for daring to defend itself. And, and you do have to understand that it is bigger than just the Jewish state. It is the Jewish people. And despite David, who sent me the note that said Jews are evil, period, there are a few of us that would probably disagree with that, right? Yeah, I think so. If you do want to jump ahead, I've got everything posted over on uh, social media. Now, look, Glenn is a superstar and has been for, for decades. So he's got like a billion people that follow him. I'm, uh, I'm just a humble little guy from uh, Central Virginia. But if you wouldn't mind, I'd really appreciate it. Would you follow me on X, formerly known as Twitter? Jeff Katz Show on X, formerly known as Twitter. Jeff Katz Show on X, formerly known as Twitter. And then on Facebook, The Jeff Katz Show. The Jeff Katz Show on Facebook. And then because uh, PJ, who was with us earlier, who really is, he really, honest to goodness, is my social media director, says, don't forget to tell him about your website. Okay, jeffkatz.us, jeffkatz.us. Otherwise, I'm going to get in trouble. It is Jeff in for Glenn. This is the Glenn Beck Program. The Glenn Beck Program. I want you to meet Kelsey. When she found out she was pregnant, she wasn't sure where to turn. But after meeting with the counselors at a pre-born network clinic who loved and supported her, and after hearing her baby's heartbeat on a free ultrasound, she chose life. When a mother looks at her child through a sonogram, it does something to you. You know, I ended up deciding to keep my son. He brings absolute joy to my heart. I could not imagine life without him. By introducing a woman to her baby on an ultrasound, the baby's chance at life doubles. Please, if you have the means, would you consider a leadership gift to save babies in a big way? Your tax-deductible donation of $5,000 will sponsor Preborn's entire network for 24 hours, helping to rescue 200 babies and right now through a match your gift is doubled to donate dial pound 250 say the keyword baby that's pound 250 keyword baby or donate securely at preborn.com slash back that's preborn.com slash back sponsored by preborn 
Glenn Beck program. Jeff Katz happy to be sitting in for Glenn, 888-727-BECK, 888-727-BECK. I mentioned the, uh, the losses that many of us experienced as a result of the Holocaust. And, and it is why so many of us are really honest to goodness on guard and not fearful, but paying very, very close attention to some of the things going on. You've got to be hyper-vigilant. And even as the Israelis are trying simply to defend themselves against Hamas, you, you have people around the world, you have people here in the United States who are, well, they're attacking Israel for daring to say we would like to live in peace. CBS News is not exempt. Cut number 10, please. Israel doubled down on its mission to eliminate Hamas, even as pressure rose for a ceasefire after Israel's military mistakenly killed three hostages Friday. (laughs) Families of those still captive in Gaza more desperate than ever. We don't want them back in bags. We are kind of hanging on a thread, and that thread is Joseph Biden. Michael Oren is Israel's former ambassador to the U.S. To what degree is U.S. pressure actually working? It's going to work to a degree. There may come a time where we would have to say to uh, our American allies, thank you, thank you for all you've done, but... But that break has not happened yet. On Saturday, Israel's prime minister revealed the restart of hostage talks with Qatar in Egypt. And on Sunday, Israel reopened its direct crossing for aid into Gaza at Karim Shalom, requested by the U.S. as desperate Gazans ransacked a U.N. aid truck crossing in from Egypt. Piling on pressure now, U.S. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin landed in Israel hours ago. What do you expect he's going to hammer home to Netanyahu? He's going to say, start honing the operation. If and until a ceasefire is agreed, Israel's strikes against Hamas continue, but destroying refugee camps, hospitals, homes, and families. In Khan Yunus, an Israeli tank shell hit a crowded maternity ward, injuring several and killing a teenage girl. The shell hit her head here, said a doctor. She was left with half a face. Now that is awful. That is really, really awful. That is war. People who have been in war don't want any more wars because they've seen up close and personal what happens. I don't know about you. I'm not happy to hear about a war. I don't want anybody to be in that situation. I really don't. And I am really just taken aback. I'm horrified. I'm upset to hear that anybody anywhere is placed in that situation. But this is a war. And this is what happens in wars. People die. Innocent people die. And there comes a point where one side or the other says, okay, that's enough. Israel is trying everything it possibly can to live in peace. And all of these calls for a ceasefire are fascinating, but where were these people on October the 7th? Because... There was a ceasefire until October the 6th. October the 6th, there was a ceasefire in place. And it was Hamas who broke into Israel and slaughtered 1,200 people, innocent people. What about that? What about simply saying, leave us alone? You do you. But let us live 
in peace. Isn't that a hope? I'd like to think so. It is Jeff Katz in for Glenn. This is the Glenn Beck Program. This is the Glenn Beck Program. MyPillow is always looking for ways to solve everyday problems. For instance, your towels. You go into stores, towels feel soft at the touch at first. Then you go home, use them, and you find they're not really absorbent at all. That's why MyPillow now has My Towels. They actually work. They're soft and absorbent. Now MyPillow is excited to announce two brand new lines of My Towels for you to try. What makes these towels great is they're now made with 100% long staple Sherper cotton. This comb ring spun cotton is what make these towels absorbent and softer than ever. Right now, you can get a six-piece set for an amazing introductory sale price as low as $29.98. With promo code BECK, you can get the designer premium line for $20 more. No matter what set you decide on, that's 50% savings. Find this offer. Just go to MyPillow.com. Click on the radio listener special square. Check out the new My Towels six-piece towel set and get 50% off in savings. Again, enter the promo code BECK or call 800-966-3117. It's the Glenn Beck Program. Jeff Katz, happy to be sitting in for Glenn, joining you from uh, News Radio WRVA in Central Virginia. Is the American dream dead? You remember the American dream? Uh, did we not all at some point have the American dream? The American dream said you've got an opportunity to go out there and, and kind of make your way in the world. You got to use hard work, you, you've got to be determined. You're going to need some measure of initiative. Anybody from anywhere could essentially do anything. Man, you could run for president. I mean, unless you're Donald Trump, in which case four uh, Supreme Court justices in the state of Colorado, where the air is thin and the smoke is heavy from the weed, uh, they said uh, he can't run. But other than him, uh, everybody else could, at least in theory, run for president of the United States. Might not win, but you could run. Want to start a business? Got an opportunity. No guarantee it's going to be successful. Well, the Wall Street Journal just had this poll, and I know I'm with you on polls. They can say anything you want it to say, but it is the Wall Street Journal. And I don't think they're exactly a a radical left, woke organization. 
And their polling was pretty straightforward. They said, hey, do you still believe? I'm sorry. Do you believe in the American dream? Not do you still believe. I still believe in it. But other folks, according to this poll, never believed in it. 36% of the folks who answered this said, yep, American dream is still there. You work hard, you can get ahead. 18% say, no, it was never true. That was never the case. And here's the troubling part. 45% said, well, it used to be the case, but the American dream's not there anymore. Probably not a shock for you to hear that those who believe the American dream is no longer achievable have come to that conclusion in the last four years or thereabouts. As... Joe Biden and his gang of grifters have invaded the White House and set up shop in the Oval Office. La Josa Nostra. The only people getting rich during the Biden time in office are, are named Biden. I look at uh, people who start businesses. And I, as I look back on my life, and I'm kind of at that point, I don't want to get too maudlin here, but you know, Glenn and I are like the same age. And you do get to a point where you go, yeah, you know, the hair's got some gray in it. And I just don't care. I'm leaving it alone. Or, or, well, I'm just going to buy a pair of pants that's a little bit bigger. And you start looking back. Because you realize you, you don't really have 55 years ahead of you. You just don't. Except, well, Norman Lear was, what, 101 years old when he passed away a couple of weeks back? And the story this morning said uh, the cause of death. For Norman Lear has been revealed. Well, I thought the cause of death was that he was 101 years old. Because anything after that is just, you know, just kind of window dressing, isn't it? But you do look back a little bit. And I, I think, well, I've spent most of my life employed by others. Now, I've got what is colloquially called now a side hustle or a part-time job, or, you know, independent activity. I don't know, I call it whatever you want. But I love speaking and coaching and helping people. I really do. I love it. And so over the last year, year and a half especially, I, I've done a lot of stuff. I spent time in Dallas with the, uh, the Ziegler organization, Zig Ziegler's son, Tom, and the family conduct amazing trainings if you're selected for them and i was so i was so thrilled so humbled to be accepted into that program and and to be able to say to people i'm i'm a ziggler legacy certified coach that's a big deal to me and i said but you know i i want more education and i want more training i want to be able to offer to people as much as i possibly can and i did a whole bunch of other stuff as well and i i also said you know I'm going, to, uh, I'm going to do the John Maxwell program as well. And so I did that, and I earned that designation, and I'm very proud of that. And now as I head into the year 2024, I've got some things i got to do. Right? There's a LLC. I didn't even know what that was. And I asked a friend of mine who's a very successful business guy. I said, can you help me? Because I'd like to think I'm relatively smart. Not necessarily the smartest, but, I've, you know, I, I've read a book or two. And I said, but I, I don't know anything about really setting up a business business. 
And he said, yeah, well, you need to do this and you need to, oh my gosh, okay. And he kind of sort of gave me some great pointers, great insight. And I said, well, 2024 is the year we're going to do that. We're going to set that up. And I look at him and I, I'm, I'm just going to share with you that uh, he's a dear friend. Although I always tell people that I, I demoted him from friend to family. And he and his wife own and operate a, an auto repair shop here in Central Virginia, Stan and Megan. And Stan and Megan are living the American dream. So I know the American dream's not dead. And the American dream for them involves owning a business. Now, what is Stan's background? Well, Stan is an auto mechanic, and not just any auto mechanic. You know how they have different levels. There's C-level techs, B-level techs, and A-level techs. Well, Stan's like an A-plus level tech. He's like he's like the car whisperer, man. You can drive your car, buy it, and he, he picks it up, and he, he can tell you what's wrong with it or what's right with it. And he said, I, I want to own my own shop. And his wife said, okay, well, we can do that. And it's now about 10 years on. They, they started their own shop. And they're doing okay. But I've learned so much. Because as, as he's living his American dream, which I should tell you is not all about dollars and cents. It's about being in a position to help people. Help your family to be sure. Uh, share with your family some of the uh, the wealth Give them opportunities and experiences. But by living his American dream, by living her American dream, they're creating an American dream for all the people who work for them. And every single one of those people inside that business can say, you know, I I, I learned how you should treat people. And and it's not just the people in the business, it's people outside the business. How do you treat the customers? That's part of the American dream. And they're doing it. And so the next time the Wall Street Journal or any group wants to put one of these polls out in the field, I would suggest to them that they go to local business people. I've got other friends who own a restaurant about a mile and a half down the road from me, two miles down the road from me. I go there all the time. Wendy and John. Wendy and John, man, they they said, you know, we're going to leave our careers. (laughs) They were both very successful. But Wendy had said, I've always wanted to own a restaurant. I just, I want to own a restaurant. I love cooking and I love making people happy when they eat. And what do they do? Started a restaurant. And they're coming up, I think, on six or seven years now. It's not easy. See, and that's part of the the polling here. Oh, yeah, it was never true. It's always been true. But there have been a lot of people have said, yeah, that's just too tough for me. I I don't want to... I don't want to take that sort of a chance. I I don't want to I don't want to work that hard. And so for them the American dream is somebody comes along and gives me everything I've ever wanted. That's not the American dream, that's hitting the lottery. And there's a difference. The American dream requires a degree of focus and confidence. And dare I say it a little bit of risk taking? That's part of the American dream. Winning a lottery means, hey, I just got a big pile of cash. I can buy anything I want. I've always wanted a pair of electric-powered socks. Got them. I'm going to get them in six different colors, by the way. You know what I really want? 
I want I want mink lined jockey shorts. There you go. Got them. Now what are you going to do? You have to invest in yourself. Here we are. We just wound up Hanukkah. A couple of days away from Christmas. And there are people who are going to be focused on gifts. I understand that. Except for Joe Biden. Joe Biden lit the national Christmas tree. Never once mentions Jesus. Not once. I thought, now, there are movements all over the world, quite frankly, to put Christ back into Christmas, right? We, we, we've heard about it for years. Joe Biden somehow manages to take Christ out of Christmas, even at the lighting of the national Christmas tree. I, 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 he's accomplished nothing else, but that's, that's, that's one for the record books. He's, he's the Peter principle, is what he is. He's a little bit like Mr. Magoo. He just sort of wanders around and somehow winds up in the Oval Office. He does this. He doesn't know what's going on. It doesn't seem like. But I got news for you. He does know what's going on. Because Joe Biden, with all due respect to Ric Flair, Joe Biden is the dirtiest player in the game. Joe Biden has had this operation going for 50 years. And that's why I look at him and I look at his gang of grifters and I refer to them as La Josa Nostra. He reminds me of that 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 mafia Don who used to walk around the streets in his bathrobe. Remember that guy? And his whole thing was, oh, you know, look, I'm too crazy. I'm not smart enough. I can't do it. I'm walking around outside in the bathroom. Meanwhile, behind the scenes, he's pulling every single string there is to pull. There is an American dream that's achievable. But there is a huge difference between pursuing the American dream and getting a winning lottery ticket. They are two entirely different things. Biden is doing everything possible to tell you you can't do it. Former President Trump is standing off over on this side and over there and at these big rallies saying, of course you can do it. But we're not giving anything to you. You've got to earn it. He, of course, uh, continues to be under attack by so many members of the uh, the legacy news media. I'm going to share one of those things with you in a moment. Uh, if you do want to jump ahead, hey, I, I do put everything up on social media just to make it super easy. Uh, if you would, follow Jeff Katz Show over on X, formerly known as Twitter. Jeff Katz Show on X, formerly known as Twitter. And The Jeff Katz Show on Facebook. The Jeff Katz Show on Facebook. It is Jeff Katz in for Glenn. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Ever since he tried the Rough Greens for the first time, my dog, Uno, has changed. He's a completely different dog. I hear from people all the time in the audience. I mean, hundreds and hundreds of letters have come in who have had the same experience with their dog. They've heard me talk about Rough Greens on the show. They get some from themselves. And as soon as they sprinkle it on the dog's food, the dog literally wolfs it down. And it's really good for him. It's not a dog food. It's just chock full of vitamins and minerals and probiotics and omega oils that you sprinkle. Your dog needs these things to be healthy. My dog was easy. From the first time he tried Rough Greens, Uno was in love. Some dogs take a little bit to get used to the new flavor, though. Dr. Dennis Black, the inventor of Rough Greens, was on the phone with me last week. He doesn't want that to be a reason for you not to try. So right now, he's got a special gift available. You can get a free bag of Rough Greens for your dog just to try out. All you pay is shipping. Go to roughgreens.com slash Beck or call 833-GLEN-33. Put it on your dog's food and begin to watch your dog become healthier. 
It is the Glenn Beck Program. Jeff Katz, happy to be sitting in for Glenn. Let me uh, share with you the uh, pre-crafted commentary on former President Trump. I, I, I know, I know, and I say it every single time I have to talk about former President Trump, who, I, I got to tell you, I'm hoping is also future President Trump, because, God, we've got to fix this country. It's amazing how quickly stuff can be screwed up when you really want to screw it up. And make no mistake, the uh, the Obamatons who have stayed uh, in the uh, Biden White House are, are firmly, firmly entrenched in their desire to screw stuff up. Former President Trump had a couple of comments recently, and no great surprise here, he's attacked for them. And he's attacked for them by people who did not hear the comments, do not understand the comments, and frankly don't care what the comments are because they've already decided they hate Trump. And many of those folks reside inside of newsrooms around America. Take a listen to cut number 11. Trump under fire. The former president using language that echoes white supremacists and Nazi Germany. On Saturday in New Hampshire, Trump intensified his anti-immigrant statements. Controversial comments about undocumented immigrants. Comments over the weekend attacking immigrants. Ramping up his attacks on immigrants using phrases that have clear ties to white supremacy and Hitler. Ed, a lot of jaws dropped listening to the former president's words over the weekend. Comments the White House called grotesque and that the Biden campaign compared to Nazi rhetoric. The Biden campaign accusing Trump of parroting Adolf Hitler. Writing Trump parroted Adolf Hitler, praised Kim Jong-un, and quoted Vladimir Putin while running for president. Trump also called North Korean dictator Kim Jong-un very nice, and he quoted Russian President Vladimir Putin. The former president also praising dictators. Lavishing praise on dictators. But only one of Trump's Republican rivals have blasted him for the remark. He's disgusting. Beyond Chris Christie, though, I haven't seen as much explicit criticism from fellow Republicans. That's crass politics for you, Gail. Yeah, they say politics is a blood sport. A lot of people are bleeding. Is that what's happening? Oh, really, Gail? Is that what's happening? Yeah. My bad. I thought that it was a collection of left-wingers who had been deployed to newsrooms with one assignment, and that's to torpedo former President Trump every single chance they have. You notice what wasn't there were Trump's actual comments. Nobody addresses what he said. Don't you think that that, again, uh, far be it for me, I'm not a a granulate of uh, one of those big-time fancy... uh, Uh, journalism schools but don't you think that at some point in in such an examination of what former president trump said you would actually like to report what it was that he said one guy one guy calls them all out senator jd vance cut number six and so, so what do you have to say to um, the former president's comments over the weekend about immigrants and saying that they're poisoning the blood of America? Well, look, I've been asked this question a number of times, and here's, here, here's my view on these comments. First of all, he didn't say immigrants were poisoning the blood of this country. He said illegal immigrants were poisoning the blood of the country, which is objectively and obviously true to anybody who looks at the statistics about fentanyl overdoses. And I, I think just one, one observation about the press as an organization, you guys seem far more upset about the guy who criticized the problem than you did about Joe Biden, who's causing this problem. Can you just go back to his comments, though, sure. and sort of using language that we heard you know, during World War II? I'm sure you're a student of history. You're well aware what that kind of language 
represents in, in historical context. What organization do you represent? I work at the Associated Press. The idea that I am well aware, you just framed your question implicitly assuming that Donald Trump is talking about Adolf Hitler. It's absurd. It is absurd. Why do you think that Donald Trump's language is targeted at the blood of the immigrants and not at the blood of the American citizens who are being poisoned by the fentanyl problem? You think he was referring I think to this fentanyl? is ridiculous. If you watch the speech in context and you look at what's going on, it is obvious that he was talking about the, the very clear fact that the blood of Americans is being poisoned by a drug epidemic. The, the, to, to, see, to take that comment and then to immediately assume that he's talking about immigrants as Adolf Hitler talked about Jews is preposterous. You guys need to wake up and actually do some journalism. Should he use different here, 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 language then? Here's the problem with that question and that framing. You are allegedly a journalist. You're supposed to hold, speak truth to power, and yet you're trying to circumscribe and narrow the limits of debate on immigration in this country. What you're doing is not speaking truth to power. You're trying to police the guy who's criticizing the problem so that Americans don't pay attention to the guy who caused the problem. Okay. It's an absurd question. It's an absurd framing. Thank God for Senator J.D. Vance. He actually calls her out. He actually addresses the real issues. Uh, I doubt you'll hear that uh, very much, but uh, at least he was able to do it. Most Americans are now living paycheck to paycheck. This is going to be the worst Christmas for a huge chunk of Americans. I've got details on that. I'm going to share them with you uh, just a moment from now. You want to jump ahead, you can follow Jeff Cat Show on X, formerly known as Twitter, The Jeff Cat Show on Facebook. I got it up there. Uh, Jeff Cat, so happy to be sitting in for Glenn. This is the Glenn Beck Program. The Glenn Back Program. I want you to meet Kelsey. When she found out she was pregnant, she wasn't sure where to turn. But after meeting with the counselors at a pre-born network clinic who loved and supported her, and after hearing her baby's heartbeat on a free ultrasound, she chose life. When a mother looks at her child through a sonogram, it does something to you. You know, I ended up deciding to keep my son. He brings absolute joy to my heart. I could not imagine life without him. By introducing a woman to her baby on an ultrasound, the baby's chance at life doubles. Please, if you have the means, would you consider a leadership gift to save babies in a big way? Your tax-deductible donation of $5,000 will sponsor Preborn's entire network for 24 hours, helping to rescue 200 babies and right now through a match your gift is doubled to donate dial pound 250 say the keyword baby that's pound 250 keyword baby or donate securely at preborn.com slash back that's preborn.com slash back sponsored by preborn miss a day miss a lot visit glenbeck.com today and never miss a moment of truth It's the Glenn Beck Program. Jeff Katz, happy to be sitting in for Glenn. Two-thirds of Americans are now living paycheck to paycheck. That number is heading in the wrong direction. It's going up and up and up. It's gone up consistently. 
since Joe Biden and uh, his his team took over. Have you have you lived paycheck to paycheck? Do you live paycheck to paycheck right now? I understand completely what it's like to live paycheck paycheck to paycheck. I'm finally at a point on a personal basis where where man, I don't want to tempt fate as they say, but we're we're okay. I guess that's the best way to say it. We're okay, and I'm grateful. I'm grateful for for all that we have, and it's, it's not just material stuff. Although, look, life can be easier with some stuff. Heidi and I live in a beautiful place. Absolutely love my house. I love it. I love it. I grew up in Philadelphia, in the city of Philadelphia. And we grew up in what at that time, they were called row houses. And you had rows of houses, hence the name, row house. Yeah, I don't know, 30 houses or whatever on each side of the street. You had windows in the front of your house, in the back of your house. If you were really lucky, you lived in one of the end units, which meant that you had windows on three sides of your house. I was, I was 18 years old plus by the time my parents owned a home that had windows on all four sides. And my view growing up out my bedroom window, and I will never forget it, was of a dirty alleyway with trash cans. That was my view. And I realized I didn't want that to always be my view. And so now I sit here. I've got this amazing standalone building. It's not huge. I mean, some might call it a shed, but I wouldn't. I call it the plaque shack. Because it is festooned with with letters and certificates and awards telling me how wonderful I am. My lovely bride refers to these as my walls of low self-esteem and insecurity, which is probably pretty close to the mark. But I'm looking out my window right now, and I'm looking at grass, trees. It's too cold for flowers now in central Virginia. But I mean, I'm looking at, at a beautiful blue sky right now. And God forbid something terrible were to happen, I'd like to think we'll be okay. We now have two-thirds of adults who say they are living paycheck to paycheck. In other words, if something happens to them, if they lose their job today, they're done, right? Maybe that ties into this idea that somehow the American dream is dead, You and I are experiencing terrible inflation. I don't care how much spin there is. I don't care how many of the talking heads in D.C. are doing their best to tell us that everything is just fine. You and I know because we go to the grocery store. We go and fill up the car with gasoline. We know that prices are considerably higher. And that's Biden inflation at work right there. Biden inflation, man. It is nasty, it is ugly, but it's it's what's happening right now. And then people are going further into debt because of Christmas. I gotta buy somebody something special. Okay. What are you getting yourself? Because this is where I finally got a hold on this a while ago. We spend so much time buying these things. Buying stuff. And, and I don't want you to think I don't have stuff. Man, I got a lot of stuff. I got way too much stuff to be t- 
just to be brutally honest, I got way too much stuff. But I got stuff. And it wasn't until probably the last year or so when I had to go down to Florida and help my brother sell our mom's house. My dad passed away years ago. My mom passed away a few years back, and we just finally said, look, we're, we're not going to live in the house. He had been living there, but he didn't want to live there. He's a single guy and really just didn't want the upkeep of the house, and yard and stuff like that. And we have really planted our flag, I guess, here in Central Virginia. I just love where I live. And so I didn't really have any desire to, to go there. And especially given that uh, two years ago, we got a really great guy as governor, Glenn Youngkin. Great, great governor. And an amazing lieutenant governor, Winsome Sears. And a great attorney general, Jason Miaris. We only have three statewide offices here in Virginia. But when I went down with my brother in the house and we realized my mom had all sorts of stuff left. And it, it, it was stuff we didn't want. We just had to get rid of it. Tried to donate it. Are you going to sell it? Are you going to? I mean, it's just a pain. It really is. It just becomes a pain. And there, and there are a few things that you want, and you take those things, and they mean something to you. And sometimes people look at them and go, "Man, I don't know why you want that." Well, because it means something to me. So as Heidi and I look at all of our stuff, we keep thinking to ourselves, "Boy, we gotta, we gotta declutter, man. We gotta get rid of some of this stuff." So the last thing we need is more stuff. And my boys are at an age. Youngest guy is 18. The oldest guy is 22. Well, guess what? They don't want what they used to want. It was just used to be so easy. Toy trains, toy trucks, boom, we were done. Call it a day. Let's, get, let's go grab a sandwich. Well, the one is getting ready to uh, finish up his time at Stanford University. The little guy is getting ready to begin his second semester at uh, Ithaca College. They don't want toy trains. They don't want toy trucks. I don't know what. Honest to goodness, I don't know what they want. And then for Heidi and myself, we have gotten to this stage where we say, you know what we want, really? We want experiences. We want to do something. We want to invest in ourselves. And so that's what I started doing. A couple of years back, Heidi would say, okay, so what what do you want for Hanukkah? What do you want for Christmas? What do you want for your birthday? I said, I don't know. Well, why don't you just buy yourself something and then sign your name to it or sign my name to it and then I'll act, I'll, I'll be all surprised when you open it and we'll all have a, I said, okay, yeah, maybe we'll do that. So I said, I'm going to invest in myself. And I, I, I just started taking more and more and more courses because that's investing in yourself. You're expanding your knowledge. You're expanding your intellect. You're learning things here and there. You know, that's not a bad thing. I said, uh, this year, I'm doing a couple of things. I signed up for uh, a course that Dr. Jordan Peterson offers online. Now, I don't know if you follow Jordan Peterson at all. If you don't, you should. Uh, Thoroughly, thoroughly brilliant individual who will tell you what the truth is. And that's what got him in trouble. 
If you don't know Dr. Peterson's story, he is a, a distinguished psychologist, was a well-respected uh, professor of psychology. And then a couple of years back, he said, hey, uh, I'm not going along with this whole, oh, you're a boy today, but you're a girl tomorrow and and you're a vacuum cleaner or, a, or an office chair the next day. I'm just not doing that. Well, the woke folk got all upset. Oh, my gosh. They wanted his head on a platter. And the University of Toronto, where he taught, apparently was was willing to go along. And the College of Psychologists in in Ontario went along and said, "Well, you you got to go and uh, get some additional training." Uh, training, huh? Didn't the Soviets and the uh, communists in China don't they call that reeducation? I mean, because it's the same doggone thing, isn't it? Yeah, you got to go get reeducated, Doctor Peterson. Oh, and you got to pay for it, too. And Dr. Peterson, I'm paraphrasing here, but he essentially said, yeah, you can go pound sand. I'm out. It's brilliant. He's got a podcast. He's got books. One of the things I promised myself this vacation, because technically speaking, I'm on vacation this week and next. Although you'll find me right here. Did I mention the two boys in college? I did. Okay. But one of the assignments I've given myself is to reread Dr. Peterson's 12 Rules for Life. And you may think that there are more than 12 rules, and actually he did come up with a follow-up book, but it's such a great read. You ought to invest in that for yourself. I've got one other thing I'm going to share with you, and and maybe somebody will be able to uh, either inform me or smarten me up on whether it is something to do or not to do. And remember little Jimmy Acosta from CNN? Oh, he was all the rage when he was beating up on uh, former President Trump. You remember that. And then the the Trump uh, press room said, you know, you're such a smack. Get out of here. You're done. Give us your pass. Uh, Well, he's back. And he had something, uh, not surprisingly, outrageously stupid to say. I'll let you hear that as well. Oh, and I just got a note here. Uh, Jeremy, who is listening to the Glenn Beck program on News Radio WRBA in Richmond, my home station, said, Jeff, take a look at this. And he sent me a photo of the front page of the local newspaper, which shows the reconciliation monument at Arlington National Cemetery being removed. So I guess they have actually removed it. I guess the court order either expired or another court ruled that they could. And it's such an absolute travesty, but it is what the the American Taliban is really all about. If you want to see that or any of the other stuff we're talking about, I've got it up on social media. Jeff Katz Show over on X, formerly known as Twitter. Jeff Katz Show on X, formerly known as Twitter. If you don't mind giving that a follow, I'd appreciate it. And uh, Facebook, The Jeff Katz Show. The Jeff Katz Show over on Facebook. Jeff Katz, blessed to be sitting in for my friend Glenn. This is the Glenn Beck Program. This is the Glenn Beck Program.
It's the Christmas and the holiday season time for gift giving, parties with friends and family, and getting compliments everywhere you go, and looking years younger thanks to GenuCell. And from now until Christmas, GenuCell's most popular package is better than ever. 70% off at GenuCell.com. Christmas is only a week away. Treat yourself and a loved one to the absolute best skincare in the world. See the troubling forehead wrinkles, fine lines, skin redness, pesky bags and puffiness, and yes, even a sagging jawline disappear right before your eyes with GenuCell's most popular collection. With its immediate effects, you'll see results in less than 12 hours, guaranteed or your money back. Plus, included in every most popular package is the free hyaluronic acid serum for skin hydration that will restore your youthful appearance. Visit GenuCell.com Beck and enter the special code Beck right now for an additional 10% off your entire order. Every order today is instantly upgraded to free express shipping. My mom and my wife love this stuff. You will too. GenuCell.com slash Beck. G-E-N-U-C-E-L dot com slash It's the Glenn Beck program. Jeff Katz, happy, honored, thrilled to be sitting in for Glenn. It is always such great fun and uh, opportunity to explore a few things. I mentioned that uh, little Jimmy Acosta is back. And uh, I, I, I've got this snippet. I think we've got just enough time to sneak it in here. Take a listen, if you would, please, to cut number eight. Donald Trump and one of his sons have been defending a former social media influencer who has a history of posting some of the most offensive, racist and anti-Semitic tweets we have ever seen. CNN's Andrew Kaczynski uh, dug deep into this one. Andrew, great work as always. What'd you find? Yeah, that's right. Both Donald Trump and Donald Trump Jr. have been defending and praising a man with a history of racist and anti-Semitic tweets who was convicted in March of interfering in the 2016 election. His name is Douglas Mackey. He went by the pseudonym Ricky Vaughn on Twitter. That's where he posted this meme, uh, where which prosecutors said suggested that people vote for Hillary Clinton by text. They say at least 40 uh, 4,900 people texted this number. Now, Mackie and the Trumps uh, have sort of claimed this is a joke that no reasonable person would believe. But prosecutors allege this is part of a much more sinister plot to deprive people of their right to vote. Donald Trump is claiming this is an example of Joe Biden's Justice Department going after his supporters for attacking their free speech. Take a listen to this. Crooked Joe and his henchmen have tried to shut down free speech with a massive government censorship operation to silence their critics. They're putting Douglas McKay in jail for sharing a joking meme about Hillary Clinton seven years ago. Nobody ever heard of anything like that. And Andrew, there's more to it than just the text to vote scheme, right? Mackey was notorious for posting anti- uh, anti-Semitic and these offensive racist memes. What, what, what can you tell us? Yeah, that's right. And what's so interesting is he was prosecuted or investigated by Trump's own Justice Department. He was charged just one week into Biden's new administration. And the content that he shared on his uh, Twitter account was some of the most racist, anti-Semitic content that we've seen. He regularly used the N-word where he called black people feral. He shared anti-Semitic propaganda that was reminiscent uh, of Nazi Germany. There was a post where he joked about having uh, a cake baked that said, gas uh, the Jews. Mackey's attorney tells us that he regrets the tone and substance of these posts. He said they don't reflect 
uh, his current view or the person he's been the last several years. But they did tell us that he is grateful that Trump uh, and his son and thousands across the political spectrum have, have rallied to his case, which they say is an important uh, issue about protecting the First Amendment rights of all Americans. Gosh, just awful, awful stuff. All right. Birds of a feather, I guess. Oh, please. Now, listen. There's nobody in their right mind who looks at the racist, anti-Semitic stuff and says, oh, yeah, that's good. Of course, it's appalling, but that's not what he was prosecuted for. He was apparently prosecuted because he he had a variation on a joke that so many people have told throughout the years, like, oh, yeah, you know, tomorrow's voting day for us. But if you're voting for the other party, that's next Tuesday. Ha 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 ha. Well, this is it taken to the social media things. And then you work in uh, racist, anti-Semitic stuff and, and it rises to this level. Anybody in their right mind looks at the the racist, the bigoted, the anti-Semitic stuff and says that's absolutely, thoroughly, totally, completely disgusting. Unless, of course, you know, you're like in a university and then it's, well, it is what it is. All right, listen, stay in touch on social media, please. Jeff Cat Show over on X, formerly known as Twitter, The Jeff Cat Show on Facebook. Uh, my website, jeffcats.us. God willing, we're going to do this all over again tomorrow. Yeah, we will. It is Jeff in for Glenn. This is the Glenn Beck Program. This is the Glenn Beck Program.